This episode of the podcast is brought to you by HardcoreHusky.com, covering Washington Huskies football with message boards full of debauchery and childlike wonder. Folks who are well-known in cyberland and not that dumb, except for our little fudgy who is wrong about everything. So come join the gang and register today for free at HardcoreHusky.com. And now it's time for the show. Another one. We the best. I'm out. Uh, cause you're like, oh yeah, you're the fucking beaver. Uh, you're like poop, but worse. Maybe I could be like an announcer, like a columnist. <laughs> you know how I always make those interesting comments during the game? Yeah, yeah, you make good comments. The weather is perfect, the field is fast at the Rose Bowl for tonight's ball game. Hey there everybody, this is Derek Johnson along with my co-hosts Joey Dangerously and Willie Duke. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Friday night as we record this. By the way, if you enjoy this podcast, please send the link to one of your friends. Uh, If you don't have any friends, don't worry about it. Uh, Tonight, we're sorting through the wreckage that is the Pac-12 following the news that came out yesterday that USC and UCLA will be leaving for the Big Ten Conference in August of 2024. There are some reports out there that Washington and Oregon are possibly following suit. There's other reports saying that that's not happening at all, and even other reports that uh, the Pac-12 is desperately looking to expand. So it's kind of the fog of war right now. Um, but uh, given this development, uh, Joey dangerously has been told that he'll need to uh, postpone his part two of his 10 part series on the David Batts era at Washington. And to kick things off, it's time for another temperature check of the Pac-12. <laughs> so we turn to the good Dr. Willie Doog and Willie, what say you, what's going through your noggin right now with all the craziness going on? I was so prepared to rejoice in confirming that. We're going in recruiting. We're going from a one to a five or a six, and now everything has changed. And my my title as the shitty John Wilner is not even going to exist anymore because the Pac-12, I believe, <laughs> is dead. And all we really have to focus on now is one of three things: Does Washington go to the Big Ten? Does Washington go to the Big Twelve? Or does Washington end up in some sort of weird, shitty zombie Pac-12? Uh, I don't love any of those outcomes, which fucking sucks. Uh, I guess the best, the most, like, like, best one is going to the Big Ten, which just makes no fucking sense whatsoever. USC has forced everyone's hand, and the Pac-12, I think, as far as we know, is done. Uh, I think, God, I don't know, I mean, I think... Oregon and Washington have to end up in the Big 12. I think the inland Pac-12 schools end up in the Big 12. And then the Bay Area schools go independent or give up fucking sports, football football leagues. And then the state schools in the Northwest have to play in the Northwest. And I don't know. I Right now I'm telling myself Washington ends up in the Big 10 – and that just seems so unfathomable 
so many ways, but that is what we need to have happen, I guess, at this very moment. Unless this whole thing falls apart at the last minute, which I've heard from some people might happen, because it makes no sense. This has been the conference since, what, like 1890, basically, more or less, or the early 1900s? Like, and now it's everything... 1915. Yeah. 1915, so... Or, or uh, 1916, I think, yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's insane. I, I, it makes no sense uh, in any way to me, but it is what it is, and I have a lot of confidence in Jen Cohen and Anna Marie Kelsey and everyone to make sure the Huskies stay in the race toward, you know, minor league football. Yeah, I thought even – I thought the issuing of a joint statement was just a very um, – I don't know if anybody will understand what I'm saying here now, but it just seemed like a very uh, woman thing to do. Uh, and, and, the, and the joint statement didn't say anything. It's it, – it talked about our excellence as a university and an athletic department. And I'm like, woman, your baseball, football, and basketball teams didn't even make the postseason in the last year. And do you know how, do you know how hard it is to do that? It's very difficult. So, um, it, I don't know. It's just, right now? <laughs> you know. It's just like you're issuing a joint statement, really. It just—I don't know. There's just—it's just kind of tinged with weakness there. So I don't know the whole thing. I don't have confidence in. And um, but again, there's that—that that, like I said, the fog of war. We don't know exactly what's going on. And then I'm sitting here trying to like. And Joey, we'll get to your thoughts here in just a quick second. It's like, you know, you're picturing like, okay, men's basketball two years from now. And are they going to be playing, you know, at Minnesota on a Wednesday night for a conference game? And how weird does that feel? Or, you know, are the, the softball team has to fly to play Rutgers, you know, or it's just, I don't know. And then, you know, Michigan coming into Husky Stadium for a Big Ten tilt, you know, and it's like, that's uh, one of the things that just makes college football great is those regional rivalries and, um, you know, I mean, this will sound kind of offbeat, but I mean, like one of my fond memories from childhood, I remember is my dad and I, what year would have this been? Sometime probably in the mid to late 80s, I think, and we drove down to Oregon State and we watched the Huskies play. And then we were driving back home at night and we were, uh, we had crossed, well, actually, I think we were still in Oregon, but we were between like Corvallis and Portland and it's dark. And we're listening, we pick up on radio, we're listening to the Arizona State Cal game. And there was just that, it was just kind of, I even remember the score, Arizona State won 49 to nothing. So that would have made it 1986, actually, when they went to the Rose Bowl. So um, there was just something cool that that the different uh, the different regional schools are playing and you're keeping tabs. Oh, UCLA's playing Stanford this week and, and there's that familiarity and then, and then, you know, that has the kind of the lore and, and the tradition that builds up over the decades. And and then it's all a pissed away. And from a financial standpoint, I understand why USC and UCLA m- might make such a move. But, I mean, the fact that they did it without even consulting with uh, the Pac-12 office or any of the other schools, apparently, is just kind of a real bitch move. Um, and, and 
kind of unforgivable unless there's some sort of detail that I'm not familiar with here or whatever. But it, it feels a lot like the Sonics just leaving Seattle or something in that way. But um, I shouldn't compare it to that because the Sonics were dealing with the Seattle City Council. But <laughs> um, so, um, you know, it's just uh, it's just a, a real shame. And then and to think now that. If we do enter the, I don't know that we're going to enter into the Big Ten, but if we do, that we're going to end up having the likes of Michigan, Ohio State, and Iowa as conference rivals. It's just, I don't know if I can wrap my head around that at all, you know. And then if we go to the Big 12, the same thing can be said that we're playing Kansas and we're playing Iowa State and uh, Texas Tech, and those are supposed to be teams that we're somehow linked by because we're conference rivals now, And there's, but there's no... We don't come from the same ground soil. We don't have the same attitudes. It's just it's it's just a sad breakdown of society reflected in the uh, in the landscape of college football. But Joey, I'm rambling. So, what are your thoughts? No, I was uh, I was hypnotized by your poetic ramblings there. Uh, <laughs> we've, That's just the beer you're I drinking. I mean, you know you're. You think it's like some kind of a Bush move by their ADs, but, you know, think of the uh, other uh, athletic directors and, you know, the schools around. Like, like do do you think the USC and UCLA athletic directors want to include Jen Cohen on, any, on anything? Um, no, it, it would only be the TV market that they would crave. Exactly. Exactly. But if but if we had a if we had a legit athletic director, uh, they would be included. You know, I, USC would be like, yeah, we can bring. Uh, you know, I've heard I've heard theories that this is this was all done by Fox. wasn't You know, it wasn't necessarily like the Big Ten coming to USC. It's, you know, it, it it was all done by Fox. You know, being in being in Los Los Angeles and uh, basically going to the Big Ten and saying um, you should let these two in because it's big for our brand and we're basically competing with ESPN and and SEC. So I don't know. They still had to say yes, though. Of course. Why wouldn't they say yes? The Big Ten. You know. Why wouldn't? No, 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 no. Not the. No, 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 no. I'm talking about USC and UCLA. It's not like they just get the, they're, yeah, they're dancing look, at the end I mean, of Fox's strings. Look at the moves, you know, look at the moves USC is trying to make, you know, by paying Lincoln Riley. I mean, they're probably paying him like $15 million a year or something, something outrageous. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've heard people are trying to blame Larry Scott and – uh, you know, even Safi had said it was, you know, Tom Hansen's even partially to blame for it. Are you uh, still listening to Softy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you cover, uh, hey, cover Husky football and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try, but, um, you start talking. I knew, I knew you did already. I was just you start kidding. talking NBA playoffs and NBA draft, and I'm <clears> fucking <throat> out. Uh, That's where you draw yeah, the line, by God. Even he, even he said it, it's been it's been coming since Tom Hansen because Tom Hansen was 
such a dyna- quote unquote his my, not mine. See how see how that's done there. Credit where it's due. Anyways, a dinosaur. He was like a dinosaur, you know, even before he was, you know, retiring. He was, you know, he was so out of well, the loop. And no, uh, I agree I, with I that. Just gotta, I, I just got to <clears> say <throat> that, uh, you know, uh, what the Pac, what the Pac-12 did during COVID uh, fucked them over. We all knew it. We all saw it coming. They basically said we don't give a shit about football and sports. So we're uh, you're up the north. Yep, we're gonna rep the north. Yep, we don't give a shit. Now and uh, and what they all say it's gotta be it's gotta be some humble pie that uh you know our our dear friends in Eugene didn't get their first phone call. So well, too. you know, fuck them. I mean, uh, it's just like you yeah. know, uh, but fuck it's em. like and, and and on the other hand, well, I do think it was a Bush move by USC and UCLA to just kind of uh, apparently not even communicate with any of the other ten schools or the or the home office or whatever. At the same time, I can look at it from their point of view where it's like, we've all seen how this conference has just um, been uh, become, I don't know, lethargic's not even the right word, but obviously we've been saying this for a decade and especially in the last five years that we're falling way further and further behind the other conferences that really care. And USC and UCLA would just be looking around going, are we going to stick around with these losers or are we going to go double or triple our revenue um, and uh, our TV revenue and go ahead and join the Big Ten? So, uh, well, I have at, an least, at, at least, yeah, go ahead. Well, my analogy is, you know, USC is uh, the woman who was really, really, really hot back in the day. You know, beauty queen married a guy who wasn't so bad, but, you know, he maybe settled a tiny bit. He had some money. That was the Pac-12. He got a little out of shape. You know, he wasn't as good anymore. Uh, then, you know, last year, she bought some fake kits in Oklahoma. She got some bucks. She got a Pilates instructor. And now she's going to a better fucking country club. She's taking her, her ugly sister with her to UCLA. That's my analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so, USC and their fake tits have headed to the Midwest, is what you're saying. Yes, they are, yes. <laughs> and they leave my Maybe that's our episode title right there. <laughs> and the they Coog got, and they the got Beaver, some... that's the worst part. You know, the Coog and the Beaver are like, we've been better than UCLA for fucking 25 years, and you're going to shit fucking leave us and take this piece of pile of shit, Chip Kelly? I mean, that, the Coog and the Beaver who are about to go to the Mountain West – those programs have back, have gotten way more out of themselves than UCLA. That my my dad finally pointed out. I never really think about it. My dad's like, mm. okay, USC. Why the fuck do they want UCLA other than maybe basketball? But college basketball is a dinosaur. Speaking of dinosaurs, like who cares? Uh, UCLA is like that's dead weight. They're gonna get fucking shredded playing nine a.m. That's games, why. Uh, that's why I'm on board with the theory that Fox did it because it's still it's still a common like media <clears throat> narrative that UCLA is a national brand and uh you know like this like this big time program. It's like, yeah, you don't fucking watch this conference ever. They're they're Dude. they're they're a nothing. No one in LA cares about UCLA football. I've been no. I mean, there for thirteen years. It's like not like yeah, that's a big market on paper, but like 
no one really cares about USC football. No one really fucking cares about UCLA football. I mean, that is a dead fucking horse uh, if I've ever seen one. That makes absolutely no sense. I mean, uh, I wouldn't want, if I was anyone, I would not want Oregon within 10 fucking 100 feet of my fucking team in my conference because uh, I don't want to get negative recruited to fuck uh, into my fucking life and have them overpay guys five times. Uh, but UCLA makes, Oregon or Washington makes more sense than UCLA in most ways to me. Yeah, well, we already we already pointed out uh, like a few months ago, you know, we were talking about it, and we said that, you know, Washington should just go. Just go to the Big Ten. Don't wait. I mean, we <clears throat> Washington could have. You're done assuming this they first. would take us. Uh, well, yeah, that's I'm, a big I'm just, question. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, but you know, we would have heard if you know Washington, you know, would have you know tried to jump ship early, and they they the Big Ten would have thought about it because. Um, the Big Ten would have thought about it because that would be their open door into the conference. Like, hey, you already got, you know, basically the number two, you know, the number two team historically in the conference jumping ship, you know. You're being generous there. Well, just if saying. If you talk about you know, the Huskies. Yeah, the, I'm saying the media market and the, you know, the number two team historically in the conference. So, but I, mean, I don't. I don't think most people under forty view us as the number two team historically. You know, uh, I think it would be all TV market. Well, I I realize that, would, that. And if you're the Big Ten, you you should uh, you should consider it because you know you would think like, hey, it's a has been program, but we're going to steal their media market and, you know, Washington be lucky to win ten games uh, in this conference, so. I don't know. I just, I think, I no, think I, it's something Washington could have. Washington could have, um, you know, led, led first with with this whole thing if they wanted to. But so here's, here's Jen didn't. Cohen. She's getting the news. She's shook up. She goes to Chris Peterson's office for a good cry. Now what is she? <laughs> she emerges back into her office. <laughs> what is she doing now? Other than sending uh, out joint a, statements with Anna Marie Kaus. Um, she's got a Neutrogena eye makeup remover. <laughs> you think you think the leopard print's there, or is it more like a... Oh, dear. <laughs> and I realize I may sound really sexist over the top to some people out there, and uh, it's not that I don't think women can't be... Uh, athletic director, but when you're women that just don't understand football um, and you're swayed by certain things when um, when making decisions about coaching hires and then you defend those coaching hires when it becomes clear to the rest of the uh, universe that uh, it's a failure, um, I have no faith in her at all. And it's just, I find it repugnant that she's still ensconced in power and ensconced pretty comfortably from at least what I've heard. So... She's not going to get fired. Who's going to fire her? Yeah, that's uh, as you know. Uh, 
You know, Sonic, Sonic's hope- 1993. Go ahead. I mean, the only Go ahead, hope... Lily. The only hope I see is them packaging, putting together a package for the Big Ten and saying, our market, and they're going to have to hope and pray that no one looks at the mentions that, oh, your market now is like more and more by the day, a high percentage of gay people, uh, fake soccer fans, and people who are moving here from out of state who love the outdoors. Uh, and that is your market uh, now. Just hope they don't find out and hope a lot of decision makers are more, you know, blue air older people who grew up watching Rose Bowls in Washington enough and know the brand uh, who don't, you know, that's their only hope. <coughs> All righty. What did Sonic well, say, so- though? What did Sonic say? Yeah, Sonic's what? What, he put something on, oh, the, I thought on the board or what? No, 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 no. Um, I, I was just going to make reference to, to Sonic's, uh, wondering if, uh, well, I don't remember what my point was going to be. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard from him in a while now, but, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Yeah, because so, he had made that comment a few months ago that um, he thought that she would, her job would be on the line if there was a failure, um after this coming season, if there was not results, the pressure would start to amp up heading into 2024. That's what he had said a few months ago amongst the boosters. <clears throat> well, they got to do something uh, now. Uh, they got to. Yeah. Uh, well, what what do you think? I mean, what do you think the chances are they get into the Big Ten? And if they don't, what do you think happens? I I think personally that they would uh, like George and uh, whatever how Clive Cough or whatever, um, you know self preservation is now the number one thing for them and he'll and I it seems like he's a it's I get a sense that he's a competent guy I'm guessing you guys agree that he he gives off that vibe that he's he there's something there, um, and I and I think we maybe end up with uh, the likes of a Boise State and a San Diego State coming in, or maybe we grab a Texas Tech and <clears throat> you know something like that. Um, maybe an Oklahoma State or something, and then we try to keep this thing going. Uh, I think it'd be very important to get a, the likes of a San Diego State, so there's some semblance of Southern California. Um, um, you know, know, and like don't. if. Si- and if, if San Diego State, if San Diego State were to play, I'll just say this real quick. If San Diego State were to play UCLA ten times right now, I bet you that San Diego State would win six or seven of them. So, yeah, I was going to say, don't true. underestimate yeah. uh, Kansas basketball. Don't underestimate Kansas basketball either. So, I mean, that would be one program you would bring over just for the basketball program. Plus it's a fucking pigeon in the in the football world, you know. And Kansas might look at it as having more inroads into LA recruiting maybe. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean if uh if there was some sort of Big Twelve kind of a Big Twelve merger, I mean uh yeah, I don't 
I don't know. I, I'm almost to the point where it's like if if they if they swing and miss on a on a Big Ten move, like I'm almost fucking done with the program. I might sell my soul to some other program. You, you gonna know. you gonna join Apostle of Grief? We'll head down to Ellensburg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take the bus to Ellensburg. Well, <laughs> <laughs> my my dad made a good point though of like I mean it's I mean, obviously a lot of success for USC, but with the playoff expanding, I mean, it seems kinda like the wrong time to make the move almost to where like they had it made to where they could get to the playoffs every year just by winning the Pac-10, Pac-12. Uh, I mean, if we get stuck no, we couldn't with the do zombie that. Pack, if they get, if the, do you just really step up your game schedule big-time non-conference opponents and just, you know, try to try to sweep the conference every year? I mean, is that... Does that give you any hope? I don't know. I mean, I don't think because I don't think adding a shitty programs from the Big Twelve is going to do anything. I mean, no. If you're going to add Kansas, for, if you're going to add Kansas for basketball, you might as well fucking coax big pussies Gonzaga for basketball too and become a basketball conference with Arizona. But there's no money in basketball. I mean, I think if they don't make it in, you got to hunker down. I think find a way, play. You know. Uh, neutral, neutral field places. Say, Pat Hill, we'll play anyone, anywhere, anytime, and say we're going to fucking sweep the Pac-12 every year. Maybe Oregon's still in the conference. That probably helps. And then say, hey, if we fucking win out the Pac-12, can we get to an 18 playoff? And then we wait it out. In three or four years, we're going to have a super, a super uh, conference anyways. Everything's going to pan, unpangea. So. I mean, it's kind of Pangea, so it's that kill everything. So, I don't know. I, I, I just think if they get stuck in a zombie Pac-12, you know, our dear friend Cohen needs to be like, hey, we're scheduling fucking three really good non-conference teams and we don't care, cause, and then we're going to fucking win the Pac-12. That, that doesn't really help. And then that should hopefully get you into the playoff and keep relevant. Well, okay. Well, I mean, that's 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 about a three hundred dollar cab ride, right? Or cab ride right there. But um, I don't. Think let me just ask you guys this: the Twelve. They're not going to go to the Big Twelve, so if they bring in Boise State and San Diego State, is that something that you guys can rationalize and talk yourselves into? No, I can't. But it doesn't doesn't. Doesn't move. I can accept it, but it doesn't move any needles. No, it's a that's, that's a problem. downgrade. That's a downgrade. Oh, massively, but it's a downgrade on the conference. What? No way. No fucking way. And what I'm saying, like in other words, would it be enough for for you to just abandon following the team? I'll never uh, I don't know. It, I. But... Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd say abandoned, but it'd be, I, I don't know, you, you, you're just losing, like, it would just be losing steam. I mean, I, I'm i with, I, I understand all the old-timers that, you know, that are just 
you know, the people older than older than myself that are just like, I, I can't, I can't even watch this shit anymore. You know, I, I don't, you know, it's like not the same. So. Yeah, because even, even I mean, being in the Big Ten, I, I, it might be a boon for the team. It might be a boost that they really need for recruiting and everything and money, but even that, even if it works out, it's just going to not feel right. It's just going to feel fucking weird. It won't feel the same, uh, even if it is. I think that if that did happen, I think it would be a positive for the football program in a lot of ways. But it would just not – just I don't think long-term it's going to work either. I don't think long-term – I put it on the board for a year. I don't know if long-term eventually becoming, you know, the minor league, like the NASCAR truck series of fucking the NFL, is going to work long-term because the younger people – who are already bought in are not going to not going to give a fuck. They're going to be like, "Why? I, I watch the NFL on Sundays. Why am I watching these guys who aren't as good, who just happen to be playing in weird towns, mostly in between big cities?" I think in the long term, it's going to run out of gas, even at like Ohio State and stuff like that. Because the same thing, if those programs if they have a down year or three, people people are going to start to sell sell their stock in those programs so then no one's going to have anything i just think yeah they sold their soul for short for a short money and for short pressure on short issues that were not that big of issues and now we're just going to lose something because people just made the move that was in front of them because they felt like they had to do it but you know, one of the things that has always been just like uh intoxicating about college football is though is that you have the you have, you know, we talked about the rivalries and everything, but you have the pageantry, and there's a certain type of energy in the stadium, usually, unless it's like Stanford or something, but there's, a, there's an energy in the stadium and a, a kind of a youthfulness, and, and when teams score, it means something, and you have those rivalries, and if, you know, if the Huskies play a game at noon and it's on the road or whatever, and then you're looking at your TV schedule and you go, oh, you know, 8 o'clock tonight, UCLA at Oregon, I'll watch that, I want to watch that. And but now it's going to be like uh, oh you know Minnesota at Arizona uh, no thanks you know it, it, those regional ties yeah. are the lifeblood the regional ties are the lifeblood of college football and now that those have been severed they've you said they sold their soul and they've, and then they've also just kind of corrupted their soul it's like or their or the lifeblood or whatever analogy you want to make it's well. It's, it's, it's just like, sad, and there's no, there's no going back, you know. Yeah, and why does the Big Ten not have to do it? I mean, uh, why does Northwestern or Minnesota get to play in a fucking power conference and Washington doesn't? Or in Oregon's defense, Indiana is in a power conference, but Oregon is not in a power conference. Or fucking Purdue, Purdue well, here, or just like against Oregon State or the Cougars or Cal or ASU, like Utah, Illinois. I mean, it's fucking weird. Illinois. Well, here's Illinois. how. But, but here's 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 the litmus test that already played out two years ago. When the whole COVID thing hit, the Big Ten kept playing and the SEC kept playing, and we uh, crawled yes. under our desks. And well, that's the at the, Ten, that set the stage for all of this. Well, yeah, well, the, well, shit, the Pac-12, they, they did whatever the Big Ten was going to do, and they were aligned, and, oh, okay, we're going to hold your hand. And then the Big Ten turned around and fucked them. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. 
what I was talking about earlier when I say that um, you know Jen Cohen's only public move so far is to issue a joint statement with the university president and how we're working together and it's all about togetherness and we're working together and rep the north and, and all this shit. And then you're going to get fucked anyways. It's like you're not standing on your own two feet and making decisions exactly. and making power moves. And it's just, exactly. that's why we're fucked she with Jen Cohen. This. She could have done this. She could have worked hard to do this on her own. The, the uh, USC and UCLA tripled the whole their TV shameful. revenue. They, they tripled their TV revenue overnight. Tripled yep. it. You know, or two and a half times, Washington yeah. Washington could have done that. Washington could have done that. She could have went there and said, um, she could have went to the Big Ten and said, look, you already steal our players. Why don't you just take us and have our media market? <laughs> uh, well, seriously, like sell sell out your local high schools. Pimp your, pimp your city. Tip it out to a different I think, conference. I mean, we but you all only do things via consensus. She was oblivious. What's that? Yeah. She would never, she, we were all oblivious, but she was oblivious, and she's never going to think ahead, ahead of no. one step ahead. Which yeah, That was the one step ahead move to get ahead of this and be like, you had to know that this was coming in some way. And USC was going to be the one to make the move. And, yeah, instead, USC is forcing your hand, and you have a shitty hand. Uh, I mean, I mean, I always kind of thought Oregon was going to be the one to do it, but I kind of thought everyone would have just – and Oregon was going to try to go to the SEC or the Big 12 or something to either, you know, be SEC football and stay modern or go to the Big 12 so they could just be in a conference where they feel like the top dog for sure. But – uh I thought they might have done it, but I thought if they did it, everyone would have said, yeah, thank you. Like, that will be the Pac-11. Like, thank God. Uh, but, yeah, she would never be a step ahead like that. And that's what you got to do to succeed. I mean, that's how they succeeded with Peterson. They were a step ahead. No one knew that was coming. All of a sudden, shit, overnight, we got Chris We got Chris Peterson because uh, they got lucky because, like, a fucking cop in the first 48, you know, a random person called the fucking 1-800 number and Chris Peterson, it volunteered to coach, but that's the kind of shit you got to do. You got to be a step ahead to succeed, uh, and you got to leverage. You can't just sit around and be like, "Oh, nice, like way to go, USC." Now uh, we can join the Big Ten. Like, no, now you can't because they don't fucking need you. Uh, like, congratulations. Like, you're totally fucked. Uh, geographically, we're totally fucked. There's, there's no one to no one to band with. The, there's only fucking Oregon who is a fucking the world, quietly the world's worst place of southern fucking Oregon uh, that's a fucking, you know, a redheaded stepchild that's psychotic. So great, wonderful. That's all you got. Fuck. It's all fucked. I, I'm so glad we could, we were just about to turn around and have a positive podcast. <laughs> we were so close. Oh, you we silly like fools. Half, we were 24 hours away from having a fun podcast. The St. Morgan's Day Massacre. <laughs> well, okay, so think of, like, think of all of a sudden they've got uh, this massive recruiting weekend with, you know, a bunch of commits. Well, I wouldn't say massive because 
you know, they're like a. It, it was. It's a lot of like everything's yeah. relative. It yeah, was good. It, I mean, it was a good weekend. So, but you think about it with all this timing, you know. I I wonder if they're telling the kids, you know, something we don't know. Like, <clears throat> hey, then that is not uh, that bad to play. Keep it, keep it, keep it <laughs> like, hey, hey, keep it, keep it to I'm yourself, but yeah, <laughs> keep it to yourself. But we are moving, you know, we are likely moving to the Big Ten in two or three years. No way, know, that would be out. That would eighteen-year-old, seventeen-year-old kids some, can't keep a lid on that. They they've somehow kept a lid on. Um, you know, teams paying them to visit their school, literally giving them cash. <laughs> they might. They, they might keep a lid on everything. Or somehow they, they keep a lid NDAs. on everything. They might find NDAs. I, they might find N- NDAs. That's, that's a good theory. Uh, there was something kind of like that that I thought seemed interesting. Uh, maybe that's just what I was thinking with that exact same thing. Of It is kind of weird that all of a sudden, like a week ago, they could recruit people, and then you know, two weeks ago they couldn't recruit people. So, yeah, that is super. It is very suspicious. Uh, and again, they're not signing, uh, you know, the, the equivalent of Shaq Thompson and Eric Armstead and all that stuff. But right, you know, it, it was good, and it is very suspicious that yeah, maybe they have some sort of, uh, you know, maybe they the coaches don't say it, but someone around, you know, they have a buzz that, you know, players are telling them that, yeah, we're going to the Big Ten. Because I have a friend who texted me that he says Washington has a Big Ten offer. But, this again, Derek said it earlier, the sources on this shit are so fucking wild now where you'll see one source say one thing, and then ten minutes later you see the another source say the opposite. So it's really hard to read. I I just and I don't know whether I could get excited about joining the Big Ten, even though financially that would be the only move that would really benefit us right now. Um, it makes no sense. Yeah, it's it's weird. Well, if, what if you what if you got the uh, what if you got the Bay Area schools too? So it'd be like six teams joining the joining the Big Ten. I don't I mean, think they're gonna take that. Well, Deal? okay, so, so to, um, Tequila put on the board, uh, and I just saw it kind of in passing. He asked what Cal still owes on on their stadium renovation, and I remember I hearing ten, I remember hearing ten years ago that that potentially could cripple their their like their whole athletics program. Was that terrible yes. financial? Uh, crisis they have with with Memorial Stadium. So think about what Cal is doing right now. They're probably like, "Holy shit, we we can uh, we can we can pimp out the Bay Area." Um, you know, the the fans don't come and watch us play. You know, unless we're playing like some big time opponent. So we can pimp out. You know the you know the whole Bay Area TV market. And hopefully take a payday and pay off this fucking loan that we have. 
And then possibly Stanford goes, like, independent or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, you know, it wouldn't, su- it wouldn't surprise me to see Stanford even go by the way of the University of Chicago in 1932 or whatever and just drop football at some point because nobody down there really cares. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Uh, I just don't think the Big Ten, you don't want Cal or Stanford – uh, no. The only program, only programs I would see that maybe wanting would be Washington or in Oregon. Uh, and the order of which those is is up completely up for debate. Uh, and if they would even want them at all, I mean, uh, is a question mark. And yeah, I mean, it's going to be super interesting what happens to all these leftover programs. Uh, Cal is interesting. I mean, yeah, you're, as you're saying, I mean, Cal is weird. I don't know how being in the UC system affects the Cal and UCLA, too. I always thought that was some weird thing that kind of made them different than everybody, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, there's just so many goddamn things that could happen here, and it none of them really make any sense, and none of them are really that positive. Uh, or appealing. Are appealing, uh, and it just seems long term. It feels like you know maybe like a year or two. It's going to be exciting for like, oh, Ohio State is playing out at the Coliseum. Like, uh, cool. But like three years from now, I feel like their fans are going to be like, who gives a fuck? I don't want to go out to USC or uh, the novelty is going to wear off, and you're going to be like, why couldn't all of this just be like a non-conference uh, agreement? Like, hey we're officially just going to have our big programs play your big programs every year. Uh, why Why could it not just be that? It just seems weird to make it like, and we're going to sell the TV rights to these big non-conference games, which I guess they already kind of do, but, like, I just don't get why. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know anything. I, I give up. Can you imagine, though, even if it's something like, and, and I don't mean this sarcastically. I mean this sincerely. But like, say the um, the U, you know the UCLA women's basketball team, and then they're boarding a flight to fly to New Jersey to play Rutgers in a Wednesday night conference game or something. I mean, that's just uh, how yeah, unappealing. Yeah, uh, what a waste crazy. of time! And uh, it's just. They you know, and then what, like, have, what do you have in common? They would almost have to yeah. have like a like a neutral field like weekend or something, where where people well, then, flew in. Now to, what, like, but now you lose all that attendance revenue, and then the fans start <laughs> caring less and less. I, look, Rutgers in Maryland. I mean, God should have never joined the Big Ten. We've talked about that before. It's like this. The stupidest thing ever for them joining the Big Ten. Now, it, now it's looking even worse. You know, yeah, you've got and USC, West Virginia, but part of the USC. Big Twelve. <laughs> USC has got to fly to fucking Rutgers. The USC is never yeah. going to play Rutgers. What you watch? They'll <laughs> never play Rutgers in anything. 
Yeah, I mean, even like Nebraska, I'm like, Utah, the Coug, and the Beeve have been probably, if you probably look at relevancy of the last 20 years post Eric Crouch, have probably been way more relevant than fucking Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska yeah, yeah. is going to be, and have way, just as much potential. I mean, Nebraska, there's no potential in Nebraska, but now Nebraska is a power conference in. These other schools are not just because of geography. Like it's just that is that's also the weird part. I mean, if they were going to be like, hey, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, uh, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Alabama, we're doing all this. That would make sense. But the fact that you know we're early, maybe it's just the early pinch out for instead of breaking you with the later pinch out when USC got this invite in Washington and other schools don't, but that part of it's going to be weird if that's the case. It's like, uh, that like, yeah, like Nebraska even makes no sense. Nebraska should be a fucking mid major at this point. So I, I will say this, and this might, I don't know if I can articulate this well or not, because I'm thinking off the top of my head here and it may come off as sounding odd, but if I, in my own mind, if the Huskies end up staying in the Pac-12, and let's just say for the sake of discussion that they bring on, the Pac-12 brings on Boise State and San Diego State, and it's just like, okay, and we're being led by Jen Cohen, and it's just like, all right, I just, I give up any any scintilla of hope that we're ever going to compete for a national championship. What do we have in front of us here? And at least, you know, with Boise, with San Diego State, I might be able to rationalize or talk myself into appreciating the fact that at least we have our own regional thing going on here, even though we're a degraded conference and have no relevance nationally. Um, at least I could try to get into it that way. And, and uh, I realize that might sound very odd, but um, that's kind of where I'm at at this very moment. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It, it, it's basically it's a Big Ten or a, it's a Big Ten or a Pac-12, uh, you know, a, a lower lower quality Pac-12 for Washington. Uh, a bit, there's going to be no move, no move to the Big Twelve as long as BYU's in the Big Twelve. You know, no, no research school from the from the West Coast is going to go anywhere where, you know, BYU is. So you can rule out, uh, you know, move to the Big 12 for Oregon, for Washington. Now, I don't know about You Oregon. never know. It's still you possible know, if there's you... money, enough money. Because the Big 12 might yeah. be the Seattle market, but, you know, they might be salivating over that uh, idea. And then uh, they offer enough, you know. I you know I don't know no I guess none of us knows but yeah I saw some yeah. people saying the Big Twelve wasn't interested in the Pac twelve school that that makes absolutely no sense to me I mean I think if they could grab Oregon and Washington and like Utah uh, in the Arizona schools I mean I feel like that would be huge for them I mean those are some because the Big Twelve what markets does the Big Twelve even have now It's like Lubbock uh, like. Uh, uh, well, Stillwater, uh, Cincinnati, uh, Lawrence, Cincinnati. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that they're desperate enough to add Cincinnati. I mean, the adding those markets would be gigantic for the Big Twelve. I mean, it wouldn't make them yes. 
the SEC or Big Ten, but I, I think if Washington and Oregon and Utah and the rest can't get into any, the Big Ten, uh, I, if I was the Big 12, I would be doing everything I could to, to add, the, add, those, add those schools and basically kind of like merge. Uh, I don't get why people were kind of snickering that like they weren't interested. That makes no sense whatsoever to me. No, they should. But again, they should that's a wide after, footprint. They should be going after the Arizona schools, and yeah, you're right. The two mountain schools, like immediately, you know. And then when you think about it, you know, like uh, I'm not trying to shit on them, but like, you know, the Cougars and the Beavers probably belong in a conference like the Mountain West, anyways. They do. So, I mean, same with Stanford, Cal. Yeah. No, like do, I, yeah. what I was going to say is like, you know, it's like Oregon and Washington move to the Big Ten. Uh, then you have like Stanford would go like independent. Then you basically have Cal like left holding left holding a bag basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, what would the I'm deal... sorry, can you repeat that? Oh, like okay, say say the Big Twelve took. You know, the Arizona schools and the Mountain schools. Washington and Oregon leave for the Big Ten. Um, the Cougars and the Beavers are, you know, have, basically have to go to the Mountain West. And that's probably where they should be, anyways. Um, so then you'd have the are two they Bay Area schools. Well, so then you'd the have the two Bay Area dominate schools the Big like, Sky. <laughs> yeah, okay. They'd be good. They they'd be perennial powers in the Mountain West. Um, so then you'd have like just the Bay Area schools left, and watch Stanford go like independent, and then uh, Cal. Like, Cal is just basically left holding a bag somewhere. Like you know, we're probably we're probably too good to be in the Mountain West. But nobody else wants us. I could see Cal and Stanford dropping football and going to like the WCC or something, uh, something weird like that. Stan- uh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, of, of all this, of the weird, the people, the the schools in the weirdest spots are Beavers and the Cougars and Cal. Because yeah, I think Stanford would be fine going independent or just dropping shit. Uh, I think all the inland schools are just going to get picked up by the Big 12. That almost makes more sense than being in the Pac-12 to begin with anyways. And then, yeah, what was the deal in the 70s? Uh, I, I know, but they were, the Pac-10 was going to get rid of Oregon, Oregon, Oregon State, and Washington State, right? And then everyone kind of, for the in good will, kept them. But does anyone remember exactly what happened? But that is right, right? Oh. Well, that was like in the 1960s. We did get rid of them because, like, when the Huskies went to race, Bannon would be better suited to answer this, I think. But <laughs> I think – well, I mean, yeah, I'm being serious. So I think it, no, I know, at, yeah. least the 60, at least the 64 Rose Bowl and maybe the prior ones, the Huskies were in, like, the AAWU or whatever – and there yep. were only five teams at one point in that conference, and it was USC, UCLA, Washington, Stanford, Cal. That's, the other schools yep. were out. So, 
the yeah, they, I mean, the so, cougars, that's Joey was saying, yeah, the, the cougars and the beavers are, they are, again, this is not an insult. They are, they feel that more Mountain West programs. And if you took away the Nike connection, Oregon would be in the same boat. Uh, they're more Mountain West programs. So, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things that for them, it might even sting really bad at first, but then five years from now, after they, you know, they go, they go 12 and two every year. They they swap who wins the who wins the conference title. Uh, they're like, oh wait, I'm kind of glad this this happened. Uh, you know, I, I could see that happening. And Cal is just a fucking weird one, but I don't think anyone cares. But I remember when I was a, a teenager, uh, you know, back in the 80s, and it was like BYU was in the Western Athletic Conference at that time, and every year. Uh, they were they were kind of ahead of their time because they play Hawaii every year, so they got to play a 12th regular season game when everyone else played 11. And every year they were like 12 and one, 12 and one, 12 and one. They always won the whack. And and um, you know how much fun is it in, in that when you're so much better than everyone else in your shitty league? You know. Yeah, it's a it's a trade off. I mean, it's it's hard to say. I mean, if you're those schools, I mean, not suddenly not being a Pac, I mean, be, I think being a Pac-12 sports school, especially if your academics aren't, is like focused in those schools. It's such a huge part of your identity, and part of the reason why people go to those schools uh, that it's yeah, it's going to be pretty shitty if suddenly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and it's the regional thing too. I mean, like is the Apple Cup just not going to exist anymore? Is uh, Oregon not going to play Oregon State? Like. Even like, you know, I was saying earlier that what makes college sports too is like, you work with someone who went to Oregon State, and that's the connection. Yeah, and you exactly. go to the games when you can drive there. Yeah, and like that's just not a thing anymore for like anyone. You'd be coming back from Austin Stadium, and you would see uh, just tons of fellow Huskies going up I five. And um, yeah, those days will be over. Yeah, I mean, even not having USC in the conference was just weird. I mean, it just it, it just seems so bizarre. Uh, I feel like I it mean, would I mean, if Washington and Oregon go somewhere else is what I mean. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't be. I would be probably happy <laughs> unless it involves Washington really getting left behind. I'd be mostly happy if they lost Oregon. Out of the, they, they, they were, Oregon was not in their conference anymore. Uh, well, that, that would that's be, your own bias there. <laughs> no, it is. I would say, but I mean, it's just been like it's just been too much for too long. Uh, but yeah, I mean, losing that regionalism, it, it, it's gonna suck. It, it will suck. And I mean, I saw some some ideas thrown out there of kind of like making things more pod like where. You know, things would get hyper regional, and teams would play like home and home, uh, which almost makes more sense uh, in the long run. But I don't think that has any. I don't think that has any actual legs. But that's something I always thought would be interesting, and I think would help. I think would help attendance numbers for games too, because those regional games, at least up here, actually get people to go to them. And that's the mar- that's the format of like every single other sport ever, other than high school football, is like you have a home and home. Uh, you know, so yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I mean, there's so many, there's so many directions to take this conversation that I don't even know where to go. 
Yeah, we we probably for the next you know the next time we all talk, um, it, we're really very reliant on whatever the next uh, whatever the next big reveal is. So, because um, we're just kind of sitting here yeah. in the fog of war, looking around. So, are we doing an in person pod next? Uh, oh, if you want to let that cat out of the bag, we're going to have a uh, round the campfire in person pod at an undisclosed location. And uh, that'll be, what did we say, the 29th, I think? Yeah, I think uh, so. that sounded about right. Yeah. And um, but what's today, though? We, we might have one more, uh, you know, uh, in the same manner that we're doing right now, between now and then, if there's more information that comes out. But... Um, but uh, I don't know, do we want to, uh, before we conclude, do we want to say anything about the St. Uh, Morgan's Day Massacre, or is there really nothing to say there at this point? That was a, a good weekend. And, and surprising, yes. Yeah, it gives you hope. It gives you some hope, and it's, you know, it was a really positive uh Positive outcome. Willie, oh. Willie, are you standing on the deck of a ferry? <laughs> uh, I stepped outside for a second. A little, a little breeze oh. came by. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually, actually, in a pretty funny coincidence since uh, I know there's been people making fun of. Uh, I can't remember who claiming they live in Vancouver, but they always say they live. I say live in back. Accuse them of living in battleground. I am in battleground at the best Western press at the very moment. <laughs> so okay, uh, well, any any, yeah, any I'm, last I'm thoughts? No, not right now. Joey. Okay, no. well, uh, we'll we'll wrap up now and. Uh, We'll keep tabs on what's going on, and um, and then uh, if we uh, end up potting before the 29th, I'm guessing it'll probably be around the 15th or so if we do it again. Um, and uh, we'll uh, we'll go from there, guys. That's it, positive. So, have, Sounds okay. good. <laughs> All right, have a good night. All, All right, Thank you for listening to the Hardcore Husky Podcast. This show is copyrighted material. In other words, stop plagiarizing our shit, fuckos. So please tell a friend and rate us five stars on iTunes, especially you cheap bastards who don't donate. It's the least you could do. Yeah, I'm looking at you, creepy coog. And come join our fun at over at hardcorehusky.com. We've got Husky Football, Yellow Snow's Record Shop, and our notorious Tug Tavern, which is, which is a shit show of politics and strange nudes. And if you enjoy yourself and are ready for the next level, level of cyber peyote. peyote, come join Swain's Wigwarm. <laughs> I'm going to have to read this over. Swain's Wigwam, yeah. Swain's Wigwam at Navajo Nation's gift to college football. It's also the official private club of hardcore Huskies. We're talking boobs, guns, and inside information, all for the low, low fee of $129 a year. Come join the fun. <laughs> I'll have to read that one, but...